Hello and welcome to Nerd Girl Musings Podcast. My name is Jen and I'm so glad you're here. Well, fans, it has been a while. It uh, has been a couple of months, I think, since I released a new episode. You know, life, <laughs> life, that's, that's really how it is. Um, you would think by having one job now, it would be easy to manage. I could just do what I needed to do and have plenty of time for things like podcasting. But surprisingly, that's not exactly how it works. My life has been really busy since reducing things to one job, and I am so busy living life and living out my dreams that, you know, sometimes it's hard to take a moment and actually record something that I'm equally excited about. So I'm going to try getting back into things again, getting back into the swing of it. Um, You know, I haven't been that excited about some of the movies, shows, and things that I've been seeing and watching lately. So I think that's the other part is nothing has really jumped out at me as, oh my gosh, this is something that I'm super excited to talk with other people about or share my opinions on because it just isn't that exciting. So um, let's see, where are we at? So a new year. Uh, 2022. It's already March, which is hard to believe. And there's a lot of serious things happening in the world. Um, You know, here in the States, we are watching afar as one country is invading another. And it is just so hard to find positive things right now when that is all we're seeing. And I can only imagine You know, I mean, there's just no words for what is happening over there. And your heart just breaks for the people, um, those innocent people that are just, I just can't even wrap my head around it. And, you know, that's part of of recently. I'm, I'm like, how can I do a podcast when there's so many things like this going on. And sometimes it's hard to get through some of those thoughts about, you know, the world sucks right now and I don't have anything to contribute. I don't, I don't have any words of wisdom. I don't have any amazing things to share or ways to make it better myself. And for me, I hope that for the next however long I chat, maybe 20 minutes, it will at least give you some something to distract your mind and, um, you know, before you go back to the tedium of whatever your life looks like. But things are hard right now. And, you know, you hear all kinds of stories of people still getting sick and losing jobs and quitting jobs. And, it, you know, it it has been a rough two years. It really has. Um, here in, in my town, we've, we've recently, uh, lifted the mask mandate in our County and it's odd. It's odd to see full faces. Uh, now granted we have a lot of folks that are still wearing masks. I'm still wearing a mask. Um, and, it's kind of like you do you, whatever you're comfortable with right now, you know, that's that's the way we're going to go. I'm just happy I don't have to police this anymore. Um, you know, if you want to wear your mask as a chin warmer, that's up to you. So 
Uh, anyway, enough about that. Um, so what new things am I excited about? Um, let's see. Recently, I saw a commercial for uh, the new Downton movie, which comes out, I think, in April. So, of course, I am excited about that. Um, uh, anytime we can go back to Downton is fine with me. I'm really excited about that. I've tried watching Gilded Age. I'm I'm currently on like episode five or six or something. It doesn't have the same flavor as Downton. You can you can feel it trying, but it's just not quite the same. So I'm hoping as I get through it all that um, it will feel a little different. But, um, you know, for right now, I'll just be excited about Downton coming up. And I watch Gilded Age just as entertainment value at this point. I did see uh, what comes out tomorrow, um, The Batman. I don't know. I... One, how many Batmans have there been? <laughs> so I feel like this is very much unlike unlike James Bond, right? So James Bond, you kind of accept they're in this role for a certain number of movies, and then we know they're going to be replaced and they're going to move on. But Batman, it's like we do Batman, we go all in for however many movies, and then poof somebody new came in and then we go all in with this person. They do a couple of movies and then poof, they go away and it's no continuity. I think that's the biggest part that bothers me. I mean, if I can watch James Bond from 1960, whatever until now and feel like it flows together, why can't Batman get it together? It's like every, every series, every movie is a whole different idea and a whole different take. And it just, it's kind of lost me. And all right, I'll be honest. I can't see Edward Cullen as Batman. I'll, there, I said it. I just can't. I cannot wrap my head around Robert Pattinson as Batman. And maybe I will be pleasantly surprised because you know I'm not going to go to the theater. I'm not going to go see it. I have tomorrow off, but I am not going to go see it. Um if I do get around to it, and that's a big if, I I will wait until it comes out. I just can't. I just can't do it. Um, it just isn't interesting to me, to be honest. I've heard it's darker. It adds more to it. I, I really did like Christian Bale's Batman. Um, I also have been a fan of some of the other Batmans, too. So... I guess we'll just have to wait and see what the final word is and what the, you know, what the critics have to say and what people have to say when it finally does arrive. But account me out for now. I'm just not interested. Nothing else really on my radar at the moment. Um, I have so I go back and forth between listening to podcasts and listening to audiobooks, and I'll go like deep dive for weeks or months and I catch up like typically I am pretty up to date on lore and the problem with that is I will let it build up for a few months and then I will binge over a few weeks and then I'll let it go again for a while um and so right now I am on my I think I'm on my 10th book of the year already um 
you know, I I get obsessed with my books. I listen to them when I get up in the morning. I listen to them on the way into work. I listen to them on my lunch breaks, on the way home, when I'm putzing around the house. It, it's like I always have my headphones in and I'm listening to my audiobooks. Um, I recently went through... Uh, I do things in series if I can. So I did the full Anita Blake series. Then I went on to the full Patricia Cornwell series, including the new one, which I'll probably do a podcast on uh, shortly. I've thought about doing podcasts on some of these books. If you're interested, um, let me know. So I, I typically will do Patricia Cornwell, Laurel K. Hamilton, um, the Harry Potter ones, of course. I am also currently I'm in the middle of the Dan Brown books, the Robert Langdon series. Uh, I watch the movies, read the books, and I kind of do them at the same time for a little bit. I just go fully into it. I love it, being someone that grew up in the church, in religion. Um, I really do like the conspiracy theory part of it, because sometimes I'm like, is this stuff even real? Like, you know, it's real, but like, is it real? And he weaves such a good story. It, it's really hard sometimes to see through it. And some of them, the movies were better than the book, some of them vice versa. Uh, right now I'm on the lost symbol, which is the third book in the Robert Langdon series. And, I know Amazon Prime just came out with it as a show, and I turned it on the other day just to see what it was like. And like from five seconds in, I had no idea what was going on, and I was spending too much time thinking, he doesn't look anything like Tom Hanks. So I knew I was in trouble. I needed to let some space go in between the book reading and the, and the show watching. So more to come on that. I'll I'll take a look at it again later. Um you know, really, that's that's all that's going on. It's we're seeing peaks of uh, peaks into our springtime again around here. So, I have my full macro photography setup ready to go now, and I'm super excited now that I'm going to have days off every week to be able to just go out, shoot photos, and have fun with it. Um, I didn't get a chance to do that much over the last couple of years. And I've missed it. So to be able to do that now just feels so good. I Now I understand why people only work five days a week and why you don't typically work seven. So I'm excited for that coming up as the weather gets warmer and the bugs start coming out. Then I'll be able to take my camera and go explore. Uh, my dad turned 86 the other day. Man, so hard to believe. Um, and I know that we look at our parents differently and we see, we see things differently, but sometimes I'll, I'll run into individuals that are the same age and I'm like, boy, I'm glad my dad isn't that old. And as I get talking to them, I'm like, well, maybe they're the same age. So it's the perception of, I think we see our parents differently than the age that they are. And, you know, it, I'll be honest and admit it is it is scary to me every single year that goes by and you know even now I'm like gosh she's 86 and you know I'm already thinking 87 and how close that is to 90 and 
I am so thankful every day for having my my dad still with me and his spunkiness. Um, you know, I've got a plan for them when they come home in April for when they're going to come visit me. So I'm excited about that. I probably won't have them on the podcast anytime soon just because that's difficult to get set up for him. But I won't be going home anytime soon simply because I don't have vacation time. So, um, you know, that's what happens when you switch jobs and you go from getting your four weeks given to you on that first day versus you have to earn days. So it'll take me quite a few months to be able to earn vacation days in order to take some. So I won't be going home anytime soon, but that's okay. I'll make it work. So without further ado, let's talk about what we're here to talk about today. And that is Scream or Scream 5, depending on which way you want to say it. It um, So if you haven't seen the movie yet, obviously see that first because I'm going to talk about everything I want to talk about. So if you haven't seen it and this spoils something for you, you were warned. Um, so the movie was just under two hours long. Uh, it didn't feel long, which was nice. Sometimes as they get up to that two hour level, you're like, oh gosh, is it over, it over yet? But... It was just under two hours, and this was rated R. Um, it it felt like a like a final round of the movie. Like we said goodbye to some of the characters, we welcomed a new generation, and we learned the rules for requels, which I think is kind of an odd. You know, I think it's stupid how we have to have a name for everything, but. This is not a reboot and not a sequel is what they describe it at in in the movie itself. So it's called a requel. Um, so we are at 25 years from the original. I, I Just think about that for a minute. 25 years ago was Scream. I mean, I just heard, like I was watching TikTok, I admit. I, I go watch TikTok a lot. Um and somebody was like, these songs all turned 30 this year, or 33 or something. And it was all stuff I knew and I could sing to. And then I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> those, that stuff's 30 years old. It It is so strange to get older. Um, it beats the alternative, but man, is it strange. So anyway, 25 years from the original. And... What we find is that all of the victims are somehow related to the original people from the first Scream movie. So, um, before, so there's there's some stuff with the Stab movie. Um, so Stab was the movie within a movie type of thing. So let's refresh your memory. Sidney Prescott was living a normal high school life in Woodsboro when Ghostface comes after her and her friends. So then we have local reporter Gail Weathers. Um, she's trying to make it big as a reporter. And so she gets involved. The brother of Sidney's best friend um, is Deputy Dewey. And He's kind of this goofy deputy who nobody can quite take seriously because he's just the older brother of your friend. Um, and 
All these murders happen. Gail writes a book called The Woodsboro Murders, and then they base movies on the book, which is turned into the Stab franchise. So that's how we get our movie within a movie. And so sometimes it's hard to know, like, what are they... What are they talking about when they're um, when they're referencing a certain character, and that's not the actor that we know who it is? So that's probably the stab character. Um, I did see something just the other day where Nev Campbell is um, in talks for Scream Six. Apparently, this one has done so well that they are talking about trying to bring her back one more time, and. It makes me wonder if the next movie perhaps will focus on her kids as a, uh, so they talk about it. It's actually an Easter egg where they talk about, um, Sydney and Mark, her husband's name is Mark. And, um, what, what we know is that Mark is played by Patrick Dempsey and, in the in the movie, uh, we learn that they got married and had kids. And the funny part is that Nev Campbell also played Patrick Dempsey's sister on Grey's Anatomy. Um, I think it was like 2005 or something. Um, so she didn't realize that it was some Easter egg. And I guess it was like, you know, it's 20 some years from when they did the uh, the movie that he was in. So she actually forgot that, that was the name of Patrick Dempsey's character. He played a detective. And so she didn't realize that in the movie, they got married and had kids. So that's kind of funny. There's a lot of great trivia about this movie. Um, almost immediately when it started, you could feel the nostalgia for the original. So there were different references, different characters. They had them in the same places, in the same way. You could just see all the connections to the original one, which was fun, especially if you're a fan. I love the Scream movie, um, the first one, let me clarify. The other ones were okay. And again, this one was fine. Good entertainment value. If you are a fan of the franchise, I think you'll be a fan of this movie. But it... Um, it is a lot of fun to see some of those connections. And if you dive deep into the connections, so Wes Craven is who created the Scream franchise. And since he has passed away, this is the first Scream movie that has come out since his death. And the different little nods that they made to Wes Craven, including uh, naming one of the characters Wes uh, was just really touching and appropriate, I feel. Uh, but here's some fun trivia that I found out about this particular movie. So David Arquette, who plays Deputy Dewey, um, he is a certified Bob Ross painting instructor. Who knew? I didn't even know that was a thing, really. Um, I don't know how you get to become a certified instructor in this, isn't it just making little trees all over the place? But anyway, he uh, taught several of the cast members how to paint like the legendary artists during their filming breaks, which is just kind of amusing to me. Did they all put on little wigs and then paint? You know, we'll put a little tree over here and I don't know. That's just amusing to me. 
so in the previous Scream movies, Dewey never mentions his sister Tatum or the fact that she died or she was killed by Ghostface or anything. It's like she died and uh, nobody mentions it ever again. So in this movie, we do see that he keeps her ashes on the mantle. So it shows that he hasn't completely forgotten about his sister. Um, as I mentioned, this is the first Scream film not directed by Wes Craven. Uh, but, you know, we've got the character named after him. The film is dedicated to him in this, the end credits as well. My favorite line in the whole movie is probably um, at one point, Sydney shows up and um, they're talking about, uh, you know, do you have a weapon or a gun or something? And she just goes, I'm Sydney fucking Prescott. Of course I have a gun. And that was apparently Neff Campbell's idea to include that line and to say that line. So um, it just also shows she knows her character. And that's kind of the response I would expect from from uh, Sydney. Um. So the film was released uh, January 14th, being 25 years and 25 days since the original film release date, which came out December 20th of 1996. So that was a year after I graduated from high school. <laughs> um, it just blows my mind. It doesn't feel like it's been around that long. But uh, Neff Campbell was initially hesitant to return to the franchise, especially since uh, Wes Craven was not going to be the director. I think she's gotten pretty picky of what she does. Some of her stuff lately has been a little, it's been more the independent stream. I think early success of the Scream franchise has allowed her to do that. So she was not sure that she wanted to do this. Um, but what changed her mind was getting a letter from uh, the two directors that when they wrote about how much Wes Craven has hit and his films meant to them. Um, and that was enough to convince her that these were the right guys to move forward with the franchise. Uh, in the original film, so the original Scream, Sydney uses this um, 911 emergency system. It's like a it's almost like a DOS-based system, which is funny because I don't recall ever having that in my life. I mean, I didn't even get an email address till I went to college, and we certainly weren't able to contact 911 by our computers like that. So, um, But anyway, that whole scene was designed to show her typing in her address, which was 34 Elm Street, but it was cut for time. And it wasn't until this film that Elm Street in Wordsboro is actually seen. So um, it was confirmed that, yes, in fact, Sydney grew up on Elm Street, which is, of course, reference to Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street. So it just kind of tied it together. Um, and in this film, um, the first two films had flash cut shots of Ghostface um, acting a certain way before the end credits in this movie uh we have Ghostface honorably wiping his blade with his head bowed uh, basically in respect for uh Wes Craven David Arquette who plays Deputy Dewey said he was really excited to grow his mustache for uh reprising his role um 
you know, it's kind of funny to me that you hear some of the actors talk about, I don't get a haircut, I don't shave. So that way, when I show up on set, they can kind of do what they want. And uh, it's just kind of funny that someone like David Arquette gets excited to grow a mustache for this role. In the movie we see, Dewey gets up every morning to watch Good Morning America, uh, because that's where Gail is an anchor. And, and the episode that we are watching, she signs off making a joke about how she hopes to never have uh, bangs again. And if she tries, someone should stop her. This is apparently a reference to um, her her hairstyle in Scream 3, which apparently people have absolutely hated and they have very strong feelings i remember it 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 was super super short bangs it really was not a good look for her um but uh so it's kind of funny that they can poke fun of themselves now um they did not have any idea what the true ending was going to be none of them knew the final outcome uh what they're thinking is that or what you know, the different sources have said is that this was likely done to event to prevent any of the leaks and things that came out during some of the original Scream movies. I think it was the second one uh, that there were a lot of leaks kind of showing what was going to happen and took away from the surprises. There are also some other things that were very similar to the original Scream movie. So after the first attack, Uh, Tara's friends come together at school to discuss everything. Um, It mirrors the scene from the original Scream movie where all of the characters come together and they talk about, you know, how Casey got murdered and and how do you gut someone and and that kind of thing. So um, it's just designed to look and feel the same as that original scene did. And also in this movie, uh, Jack Quaid, is in the movie and some people know and some don't that this is meg ryan and dennis quaid's son i hadn't seen him since he did uh hunger games was it catching fire um so you know he grew up a bit and um so that's always fun to see some of the kids of the actors that you grew up with so this movie was released 11 years after scream four uh which was the previous one in the franchise and it also came out 11 years after the one before that so scream three came out in 2000 scream four came out in 2011 Um, it would have been 10 years but it was delayed due to the pandemic and we have some so like deputy judy hicks uh her, I guess the Instagram uh, account for the Scream movie gave a recipe for her famous lemon bars, um, a reference to the third movie. And um, let's see, we've already talked about they have given the green light for a sixth film. Um, they're hoping everyone's going to reprise their roles, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Nev Campbell has said that she would be up for doing one more movie. And I, I say that knowing that I think she said that in the second or third one as well, but, 
Um, she says it depends on the strength of the story. She wouldn't want to do it unless the script is good and that, uh, they did really good on this current one, but she wants to see what the next one is. The only thing she doesn't want to see is she doesn't want to see Sydney fall. Um, she feels it would be the wrong message to send and she has been through enough. So we need to make sure that we keep her as, you know, Sydney Prescott. Uh, so those were just some of the fun facts that, um, you know, that I wanted to share that I found out it was good to see David Cox and, or <laughs> David Arquette and Courtney Cox come back together again as Dewey and Gail. Um, I think even though they are no longer married, it's great to see them on screen together, reprising the roles for those two characters. I just love how Gail and Dewey play off one another. Um, it was just really sad to see the end of Dewey's character in this movie. So, um, yeah, that's that's about all I've got. So, yes, it was a good movie. It was entertaining. If you are a fan of the franchise, definitely go see it. You probably already have. Um, but, you know, if it's... If you're wanting it to have knocked it out of the park, this did not do the job. But... Highly entertaining anyway. It was good fun and truly can't wait for the next one. I would go see it in a heartbeat. So that's all I've got for now, folks. Take care of yourself and be well.